Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley. Got Ryan McGuire, Baylor Volleyball, on with us. You never know where he might end up. He could be in Big Bend. He could be in Chicago. He could be recruiting. He can't tell us who he's actually watching. He could probably tell us what event he's been attending. Coach McGuire, great to have you. And uh, I saw, you know, I get excited about these schedules. And the, the non-conference schedule was uh, was sent out there. I don't think you loved, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think you loved aspects of the conference schedule. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about the non-conference schedule. How are you and where are you today? Matt, thanks for having me. I am back in Waco. Got in from Chicago about uh, 3 a.m. last night. So a lot of, lot of delays at the airport these days. <laughs> Tell me about it, okay? Got I got several trips coming up. I've canceled one flight. I'm going to drive instead. But you made it back to Waco uh, from Chicago. Did you uh, Did you see some talent while you were there? Um, and yeah, and, lots, and lots of great talent. USA Junior National Tournament is going on, and uh, you know it's kind of unique. Lots of ages, different divisions, so. It started on uh, June 27th, so I was out there a couple days uh, watching 14s and 15s, and then um, they had a big NASCAR event, so they kind of postponed the tournament for two days and raced NASCAR through downtown Chicago and then did uh, 16s and 17s. So actually uh, came back, so I wasn't wasting two or three days uh, out there sitting around, enjoyed fourth with my family, shooting off fireworks, and then, yeah. 4 a.m. back on the, the plane to, to watch the next round of matches with uh, different age groups. Would have enjoyed your perspective on that NASCAR event, kind of <laughs> right there in Chicago. I, I I think you would have. Have you ever been to a NASCAR race? Uh, I have back in California. So the uh, California Speedway. Actually, when I coached men's volleyball, we did a, a fundraiser. We were uh, – we were all the concession workers for a big, uh, big NASCAR event out there, and uh, it's it's loud and it's uh, it's it's fun. I, I love driving fast when I can in the in the right places and, and seeing those guys go. Have you ever driven like on a race course, or or did you have any? Did you used to you know golf go karts? I used to love doing go karts. And have you ever maybe had like a dune buggy? You ever taken a dune buggy out? I mean, your days in California, those kinds of things end up on beaches and that kind of thing. Any experience with either racing or getting to, to drive one of those kind of vehicles? Yeah, quite a, quite a few of uh, <clears throat> go-karts when I was younger. Uh, you know, we've done some off-roading in Moab, like Hell's Revenge. And then, uh, and then out, now that I'm out here in Texas, we got ATVs, so... I'll need to get you out on the property, and um, there's there's a place not too far out of Waco where you can. Uh, they got jumps and a racetrack there, so that's uh, that's that's my getaway. I, I think when I want to let off steam, maybe uh, drive fast, go jump jump some ATVs a little bit, uh, makes me feel good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I have you. You know, I'm kind of accident prone. You may have heard, so probably you should keep me off ATVs. All right, I even just on a bicycle. I I can go in a ditch and break my neck, so I probably ought to stay off that. That Moab deal—that sounds kind of fun, though. What do you go? What do you go off road? What are you in when you go off road? Like, what were you? Dri- what were you driving? 
So that's a that's a side by side. So it was a Kawasaki uh, when we were out there. It's you know they're four wheel drive. They're really grippy, and uh, man, the scenery out there is, is just gorgeous and beautiful. And um, yeah, so I, I, I go the side by sides. I haven't done it, and uh, I know a lot of the guys have the big four by four jeeps and everything. But uh, there's you know hidden falls. You mentioned that last time we were talking. You know after the Big Bend at Marble Falls. There's uh, there's some off-road four-by-four places uh, down there. You know, some parts you can go fast. Other parts you can kind of rock rock crawl a little bit. Yeah. Table Rock is that one, you know, place out there you can go visit outside of Marble Falls. And you got to go to Inman's or one of those places. That's where I used to get my turkey sausage. Uh, some great places to eat. Down there in Lano, there's some deer hunting to be done there, so a lot of a lot of fun stuff there. Ryan McGuire on the Matt Mosley show it's turned into a kind of a travel show. Um, what do you think, uh, Ryan, about this uh, schedule that has? Uh, I'm sure you've had this for a few days. You've had a chance to kind of work through it a little bit. It was announced publicly, and uh, the non-conference is not for the faint of heart. There's a three-match homestand um, that's. It's kind of November 13th, 15th, and 19th. That's Washington State, Ohio State, and Stephen F. Austin, all representative teams. But, uh, man, even before that, this Big Ten, Big 12 challenge, that thing could be really a test very early. Now, you kind of like that? Do you like a test um, that early in the proceedings, or would you rather ease into it? I mean, that's a... Uh, that's Wisconsin and Minnesota. Uh, again, some of the top teams in the country. What do you think about getting started like that? Uh, I like the test because it just shows us where we're at. And, uh, you know, if you win, it's really great always for your RPI. And, um, <clears throat> you know, last year we were able to beat Wisconsin. I think they're ranked number three coming off winning the national championship. And, um, you know, we lost. We split both years. You know, this is year three of this challenge. We've split both times. Um, so I'd love to get a 2-0 sweep uh, next year in 24. It'll all take place in Waco. So looking forward to that. But uh, they're going to be good. Both both will probably be ranked top five, definitely top ten. Uh, Wisconsin hit the, uh, the transfer portal really hard. But uh, our team's young. We have no seniors. And but I, I, I think it'll just show where we're at, um, what we need to work on if, if we can get the win. And, and if we can, hey, this is this is what we got to keep keep doing. So it's uh, it is for sure tough. Uh, I know we've talked about football having eight home games, which is great. But that also means we got to we got to be on the road sometimes when football's home for for parking. So I think non-conference is tough and, and there's a lot more road games for us this year than we typically have. What can you do um, with the players right now as you start to kind of work toward August and everything? Um, you know, do you have the full complement of players in town? Is there a lot of conditioning? Uh, where, where are you kind of with workouts, practices? What are you allowed to really dig in and focus on um, at, at this point in the summer? Yeah, so the majority of the team's all here. They're uh, just finishing finals for summer one classes and getting ready to start summer two. Uh, they're working four days a week with our uh, strength coach and uh, it's, it's really captain led practices and in, in open gyms. You know, it's, it's really unique for our sports. Soccer's in the same boat uh, where they don't allow the coaches to have hours with the athletes. So again, majority of the teams are all here. 
and you know basketball football they can they can get some limited hours with their their athletes over the summer but uh for us in these fall sports you know when we hit august 7th we got two weeks and then we're playing minnesota wisconsin so it's uh it's good for them to be here and and really you know i think our success has been a testament to how how invested our girls are and how hard they work without all the coaches uh always being around them who are your captains and who's kind of stepped up in no, in that kind of role? Obviously, you can advise them on what you want, but they kind of need to be out there and be self-starters and, and, and you know, talking to their teammates if they need to. Who's, uh, who's fulfilling that, those, uh, that role for you right now? Uh, Lauren Bersenio is really doing a great job with that. Uh, again, she's <clears> – <throat> her and Allie were part of that under-21 USA – uh, junior national team and then Lauren's going to be training uh, or just got back from training with the national team here this summer so <clears throat> she's doing a good job she loves her athletes the girls and I, I think when she goes to those events she comes back and brings some things like hey this is this is what we're working on at the national level let's keep working on it at our level and, and this really is important so she's got a good grasp of the little things. Uh, A.G. Haggard is, is a, a phenomenal middle walk-on for us from the leadership side. You know, our girls are going through book studies together. Uh, Maxwell's, you know, 21 attributes of a great teammate. And so, you know, it's not just on the court stuff. Um, you know, we welcomed our new freshmen came in May 31st, and, you know, they're getting acclimated to the, the play sets and the calls and the terminology and some of the drills that we're going to, be doing because we, we we really don't have time to just ease into it uh we really gotta be full speed ahead uh for those two weeks before before those opening matches you think that would help me that maxwell's tell me what that what's that called again is that something maybe i should seek out and could uh maybe help my radio career and and uh and journalism career uh, I, I think so because uh, you know the best leaders are the best servants. So that's stuff I got to work on too. But uh, we want our women to be women of influence. And yeah, if, if I grow in love and others better, I seem to they seem to listen to me more. So you know, I'll, I'll let your studio staff answer on that on on how well they uh, enjoy listening to you or not. But uh, all good. <laughs> Aaron, do you enjoy? No, don't answer that. Don't answer that. You said something about influencer, though. I mean, I kind of like, you know, I I, I have a, a heavy Twitter presence, so, uh, but I don't think that's the kind of influencer you're talking about, <laughs> Coach. Uh, Coach Ryan McGuire joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Introduce your new assistant. I'll try to have him on at some point, but I, I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, an announcement that came out and. Uh, Boy, you you love that California. That's that's your that's your stomping grounds, and you love spending time there. And I think that's kind of where you turned for your latest assistant coach. Well, yeah, our new coach uh, Jorge Panate is coming from uh, actually University of Houston, so uh, he's got that California background for sure, and um, <clears throat> you know has been well versed and well traveled. But we're stealing him from a a Big Twelve opponent and it's really his houston roots that that i've been most attractive to uh, a lot of our girls come from some of the good clubs there in, in that area but uh, he's also got usa connections uh, as well you know that was a rule change where no longer do you have the volunteer assistance uh and it's really kind of across the board all sports 
So, um, you know, Baylor being very supportive, we were able to look and, and see who's going to be kind of the right fit. So he'll, uh, he'll take on the role as a offensive coordinator and coach Walker will be our defensive coordinator and to hide a, uh, our, our recruiting coordinator. So I, I really like how we can dive in and, and divvy up the responsibilities and really let our athletes get, uh, the right attention and focus and instruction that they need. All right. Who's the best uh, coach of BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati? It's become official. They're coming in. You're going to have to play them, all that good stuff. It became official like last weekend or whatever. Um, I, I feel like BYU's done some really good things in the past. Just off the top of my head, I kind of remember some of that. Obviously, you just went after a Houston coach, so they must have something you really like as part of that program with Jorge coming over. But which of these teams will make the most immediate impact, do you think, and has a chance to have the most success right away in the conference? Well, you know, Houston was in the Sweet 16, BYU Sweet 16. They were Final Four back in – 2018 and they've they've been uh pretty dominant uh that that west coast conference <clears throat> prior to coming over so heather olmstead is does a phenomenal job at uh byu so they they are a regular top 25 coach david rear at uh, houston um you know was winning juco titles way back in the day and then uh, Arkansas State, I believe, was got that program turned around into the tournament. And then, yeah, I think they've made Sweet 16 first time in a long time uh, for them as well. So uh, that being a hotbed, the, uh, the UCF coach uh, just resigned to coach the new pro league. So there's a new uh, professional volleyball league starting in 2024, and he's going to be the um, head coach, gosh, I forget what city, Omaha or uh, Atlanta, one of those those places. So he he'd been around uh, a couple couple decades. So uh, we'll we'll have to see how the new coach does. And uh, you know Cincinnati's had success in the past. They had an elite athlete Jordan Thompson, who's on our national team. Uh, they struggled maybe a little bit since he's left. But uh, yeah, BYU for sure. And and uh, I think Houston's going to be relevant um, all of the time. What about those pro teams? Will any former Baylor players kind of, you think, be a part of something like that? And don't you get any ideas, by the way. We want to keep you. Don't be, don't let the, all the, that money lure you into the pro league, okay? We want to keep you I, at the collegiate level. I, uh, I love Baylor. My oldest is a, a freshman, but my youngest is, uh, is going to be a freshman in high school. So I, I figure I got at least eight years. I got to win enough, enough games. The Baylor keeps me so I can get uh, get him through Baylor as well. But no, <laughs> Shelly Stafford is uh, is going to be playing in Atlanta, and uh, Yasiana Presley is uh, signed. She's going to be playing in Omaha. Um, we'll see where Avery Skinner lands. I think she's still overseas, and Gia Milana playing overseas. Uh, Chanel Bramschreiber, a libero, I think is uh, is going to be playing on one of those teams as as well. So. Where's volleyball? The mo- yeah, I. Yo- oh, Yossi brings back great memories. That leaping. Oh my gosh. Where Where is uh, in in, uh, in Europe and other play overseas? Where is Where's volleyball uh, the most popular? Would you say? And obviously, I'm talking about your brand of volleyball and not the, uh, uh, you know, not the beach volleyball. Yeah. No. The The pro league in Italy is really strong for the women. Uh, Turkey's gotten a lot better. The pro leagues in Brazil 
are, are really strong. And then uh, Korea, and then they pay a lot in China. You, you know, that, that is, it's like a national sport in China. And I'm not sure a lot of Americans are playing there as much now, but uh, China is still extremely popular. All right. Well, it's uh, it's fun to have you on, and and I like that. Um, I like that. You know, looking at these kind of schedules and everything, you do get some home games in uh, September, uh, and then uh, let's see the Fort Collins. I didn't ask you about that one. Uh, the Colorado State Ram Volleyball Classic, featuring the Rams, Bowling Green, and Pacific. Uh, now, what do you think about that one? Is that uh, is that a pretty is that a pretty good event? Yeah, that'll be a good event. Colorado State uh, packs their house pretty well. They, uh, um, again, another coach that recently retired that had been there a long, long, long time, but uh, they return a, uh, a young team kind of like us, uh, also a tournament team, Bowling Green, a tournament team. So it, it's, a, it's a heavy schedule. I, I mean, they're not going to be top 10. It'll be a little different than Minnesota, Wisconsin, but early in the year, at, you know, every sport, you you're still trying to figure yourself out as much as uh, figure out the opponents. And uh, as I mentioned, I have no seniors on this squad next year. First time I've ever had a team with no seniors. So, you know, we were mostly all freshmen last year. Now, now we're really just sophomores minus, uh, you know, a couple seniors. So we'll, uh, we'll have some growing up to do this season, but I I really, to me, that's exciting to see where we're going to be at come December. All right, let's send the horns out with a loss, all right? I'm kind of excited. I, one last go at them. We'll miss them a little bit because those are fun matchups. Uh, I bet that has been fun for you over the, you know, you don't want to focus just too much on one other program, but well, Baylor and Texas have had some incredible matchups. So I think we will miss them in some ways, but that would be nice to to uh, to, to have a go at them and, and send them, send them packing uh, as they head off into the SEC. I don't know how good – by the way, how good is the SEC? Is the uh, – I'm just trying to think off the top of my head who would really be good in that conference. Are they – is that comparable to our conference, or do you think that will be a, a bit of a step down? Uh, it will probably be comparable, maybe a slight step down. But, uh, you know, it's, it's Texas has been good. I, I love that rivalry. rivalry. We'll probably keep them on the schedule one way or another just so we can get those – uh, great matches, but, um, you know, Kentucky's done extremely well. They do have, you know, they, they recently were the first SEC team to ever win a national championship. Uh, Florida, Mary, Mary does a good job over there. So those two have been, been pretty relevant. Um, you know, a bigger conference also now with those teams, I forget how deep they go 15, 16. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the bottom half is not as strong. The big 12 top to bottom is, is really, really good. And there's there's no uh, no real sleepers there. The top half of the SEC, I think, would be comparable to to Big Twelve competition. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how everybody starts doing the schedules with with these conferences and the the bigger sizes. Ryan, great to visit with you. I think they've set something up where maybe you and I will get to hang out here soon, and I'll look forward to that, and um, and we'll catch up a little bit in person. But always fun to have you on, and glad you're back in Waco, and I'll talk to you soon. Matt, I appreciate it. would love to hang out. And uh, you could drive the kitty version of our go-kart. We got, we got a, like a green, easy beginner path for you. So let's do it. <laughs> 
the kitty version. I think that is very appropriate. Although I had a go kart back in Kaufman County, my dad got for us when I was like eight to ten years old. Oh, it was awesome. Still out there. Sometimes we'll soup it up, and then somebody was recommending it. We went a little. Went a little fast, and Mom wanted us to put a governor on there. I didn't really know what that was when I was a kid, but, of course, that's to slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Whoa, that thing would move. Um, and uh, still, man, some of my greatest moments or most fun times were on that golf cart. But the neighbor, I, I, the neighbor's mom would get very upset because I threw him out. He was a, a little bit younger and a kind of a slight build on him, and I would throw him, I'd throw him out of the cart a couple of times, and the mom was not very happy with me. Sounds like fun memories. Okay, I just thought I would leave you with that. <laughs> there, he, there he goes. Ryan McGuire, the uh, Baylor volleyball coach, joining the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, tell you what, we'll, real quick, we're going to start getting you ready for Rangers baseball. That was fun. Golly, I, like, I love talking to Ryan and Mike McGraw and, and uh, uh, Mitch, of course, and Glenn, boy, softball coach. Bear, the Bears have, of course, Scott and the whole gang there. Um, what a fun bunch. Jeff Grimes but has become a great friend and a great listener of our program. Just almost every sport, we just have really good contacts and good coaches and just fun people. I probably left somebody, oh, Michael Woodson. Is just awesome. Love having him on. And we had I, uh, Izak the other day. Had Izak on. And, of course, the new uh, golf coach, assistant golf coach, Jeremy Alcorn. That was really fun having him on. I, that's what I hate. Start Aaron, I, when I start listing names like that, I'm like, I always leave off somebody. But, but we're just fortunate to have a lot of really good coaches. And they love our show. And they're always willing to jump on with us. So that is uh, we're extremely fortunate to have that all right we got uh, rangers baseball on the way i want to look at a couple of breaking news items and get you ready for tonight's ball game and of course you'll hear it right here on espn central texas listen to espn central texas online at syntexsportsfan.com 